both you're you're at home i'm afraid to speak as soon as we start speaking we have to restart riverside so you know which is bad for a podcast because it's all basically all speaking is, is the well, content it worked out this time hmm, we'll see i am home uh i was in uh i was in uh oh and it's monday it's nice to not slam these down on a sunday you know uh true I am in, uh, I was at stir crazy. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm starting to become a little clip machine. I've decided that's my job. So I like, it takes me, okay. So I record the whole show, right? I have an out basically 50 minutes to an hour and I just take out all the jokes and I start to try to street, you know, either pull little clips of audience stuff or stream it together. Cause sometimes I call it back or re-involve everybody and it takes <laughs> hours hours it takes about an hour and a half yeah. just to pull selects to pull clips from an hour-long show and then okay. to go back and go all right is this worth keeping and you do it over and over and over and over until it's tight but not so tight that it doesn't make sense and then uh put them i put the long ones on youtube you know, six, eight minutes. Some people are watching to okay. the very end. And then I take what, awesome. anything I can pull out. I make a short. So like I have one, I just did the Friday late show. I have four shows to do. And, um, wow. so the Friday late gave me a, like a, a four or five minute long one for YouTube and then two, uh, shorts and two little 60, 60 second ones that I put up on all the fucking video potential, uh, you know, places to look to stream. And it's, it's so much work. And I used to think when I, when you would hear how much these social media people are costing, I'm like, what the fuck? But it really, if they, if they're as thorough as that, that that's a lot of hours. It is. Right. It's a lot of work. And you, quite honestly, I've shown three different people in my family, your clips this weekend. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. That's how, that's how much you're nailing it. That's, I mean, <laughs> I showed him to my dad. I showed him to my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law enjoyed the uh, father of girls oh. and uh, having a daughter. Yes. Oh, the, oh, the jokes. Who fucking cares about those? I'll cl- clip no, those no. out too. The, right. You clip those out too, but it was, uh, and I, and I thoroughly enjoyed all of your crowd work. Thank your you. Your crowd work is ridiculous because you're so in the moment that you're like, oh my god! All right, the ra- the radio one from Michigan. Oh, when they were yelling- the last two people. Yes. <laughs> I, as soon as like multiple people started shouting "penis," I was like, "This sounds like," and I and was confirmed a morning radio stunt, a a lower level Baba Booey. By, you know, by created by dinosaurs who no longer work are being mined for right. oil now because uh, the entire industry has collapsed. They're diamonds. You don't know. You don't know. They turned into diamonds. That's how, that's the pressure that's created them. Um, 
Maria and I drove from, well, we didn't drive, flew to Fargo. There was a, there, I had some, again, I had a hotel drama is what I had. Yeah. Um, the flight just kept getting pushed and luckily we were going in the day before. Right. So this is Thursday, I believe Thursday. We end up getting to Fargo, North Dakota around midnight hotel, 1230. Marie gets her hotel, goes upstairs. I get my hotel. I go upstairs. There's someone in my room. What? (laughs) Yeah. At one o'clock in the morning. No. Terrifying because this guy had amazing reflexes. He literally hit me with a pillow. If he would have had a gun, I would be a dead person. What the fuck? Right. He just, he he just, he, yeah. That's It was not good. Yeah. He literally screamed and whipped a pillow. Perfect aim. It went (sighs) right in between the opening of the door. And, uh, yeah. And then I was like, and I yelled, I'm so sorry. And I closed the door. And then I go downstairs and I'm like. For some reason, men don't use the latch, probably because they're all soldiers and they're going to kill us. They know they have uh, access to pillows. That's why they're overconfident. Really. It's overconfidence because I always use the latch of the of deadbolt. Course. And if there's a connecting door, I always put a bag in front of it. Oh, my like God. I, I, and I don't, even, I don't even think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just do it because I'm alive to this day because I do it. Probably. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Um, so then what happened? Oh, so I go downstairs and the woman who checked me in, I said, I'm going to need a different room. (laughs) And she was like, it says that it's empty. It says that it's clean. And I'm like, well, it isn't. Uh, uh, and when you get me a new room, I would like you to come up with me. And, uh, because if this guy's really mad, I want you to leave that guy to deal with him. And I don't want you to have to deal with him. And they both look at each other and shrug. Okay. And so she gets me the room and she's like, this is the presidential suite. And I was like, that's great. Allow me to use my words. I want you to come up with me, not him, you. And she goes, okay, okay. And uh, I said, I just prefer clarity's sake. And uh, so she takes me up. She keeps telling me it's the presidential suite. As Maria said the next day, it's so great that Biden wasn't in town. (laughs) and i go in and it's not um it's just two rooms you know Mm -hmm. right sometimes there's a room with a fold-out couch that's what it was right and um and so there was also a weird rain shower instead of a bathtub where and i tried to make a video for andy but i didn't want to make it nude (laughs) so i got soaking wet (laughs) just two two showers that come down and then four showers that go right and left oh so is so this a place I've, you want to bring andy to perhaps one day to, to so that we can both be showered upon i don't know <laughs> that i could guarantee getting the presidential suite again um i'm that is yeah. appalling and so did you see the guy at the rest of the time there or did were you on the same floor as him no, they moved me to the 13th floor, Lucky 13, and um, it gave me a view of downtown Fargo. You can go to my Instagram and look at the hotel art if you'd like. Okay, okay. Um, Fargo, by the way, has 
a restaurant that was so good that I did my third ever Yelp review. Oh, all right. <laughs> like I can yeah. count on one hand how many times I've cared. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called Burnbaums, and she was nominated for a James Beard Award last year. Wow. And let me tell you something. A lot of people could do good work with brisket and meat and whatever. Uh, it takes a real freaking genius to nail sauerkraut. I was like, I couldn't, and I'm from Wisconsin, so I've had a lot of sauerkraut in my life. Right. And so I was like, I took a bite of it. I looked at the sandwich. I took another bite of it. I got up and I walked and talked to the people. And I said, this is amazing. This is an amazing sandwich. Well, I, I um, would say it's brave of you to order a sauerkraut sandwich. That That's the first acknowledgement I'd like to make in this entire interaction. Well, if you're in in the Dakotas, you can order all kinds of weird European and Eastern European foods and probably be bright. Like here in Milwaukee, you're going to want to get a Polish sausage if they offer it to you. You just mm-hmm. are. And, I mean, uh, I've, had them do- at, I've had them at Trader Joe's, so I think I know what they taste like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, um, Yeah, so we had... Um, so that was that show. That was the I show. also ordered the show was that was so great. It was a beautiful room. Wow. Um they had, they actually charged me a percentage of merch sales. They um, charged you how much? What did they take? 20%. 20%. Isn't that what the fuck? They do that in theater. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it if it would have been not a Maria Bamford show because I sold almost all of my merch. Because she wow. doesn't sell merch. So, right. So and, um, yeah. do they do, all, like, you don't do any of it? Did you stand out there and sign oh, no. stuff? Or? No, nice. I had to, I had sold it. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, I they just sell, take, yeah. they take, the, they're like renting you a stall for 20%. Yes. And yes. who's counting the 20%? Is that, is that you telling them me. how much you, okay. And then is it yeah, 20% Yeah, it's me being honest stall, about it. Or is it 20%? Yeah, gross. Which one's gross? That's the top. So, so you only kept 30% basically of profit. Yeah. I mean, at least it it should be 20% off of your, the other, the opposite of gross. Yeah. The cost. Yes. Net. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would have liked, that would have been nice. Um, nobody was checking. I chose not to lie. I should (laughs) deserve a parade. (laughs) Uh, I would write down the words chose not to lie. <laughs> so if I had a pen and paper, um, I also, I so it. I've, yeah, I've, I've also thought about, um, you know how in Patreon, if you're the $10 or more level, you get a free mm-hmm. sticker every month and you get them in three month batches. Um, I've been trying to figure out how to, cause sometimes they can cost so much to do them. So I have been going to Sticker Mule. They make a deal. It's 50 for for 20, $19. They often have a deal. And so I got um, temporary tattoos with the, with, with the kills like a guy knife mic logo. Oh, I saw you did upload a photograph of your ass (laughs) to the women's chat which was the most obscene thing since I uploaded a video of the guy jerking off on JetBlue. 
I regret it so hard. I regret asking Andy to take the picture. He was like, I said, I, I, he said, you should definitely put it where you would put a tramp stamp. And so he put it on and then I was like, well, take a picture of it. And then I saw quite honestly, how big my fucking ass is. And, uh, and then I was like, there's no way I'm putting this on Instagram. I love it. I didn't know you could get temporary tattoos at Sticker Mule. That's interesting. That might be a fun thing to sell. Yeah, some uh, right, especially if they're having a deal. And um, so next next three months, you're gonna get like there's gonna be a random choice of awesome stickers <laughs> from the various tags from this show. So feel free to bump yourself up to the ten dollar uh, Patreon level. And uh, we're probably next month, we're going to tell you to bump yourself up to something to get a free uh, awesome pin or something from Max Fun. Right. But if you have enough money to, uh, to donate to the show, please do. In general, because, bump uh, It costs up. money. To, yes. Yeah. Be, I, we'd, we appreciate it so much. You're great to listen. And now that it's on Wednesday, we have enough time that I could uh, do a real clock eater and, and ask you to do that. Anyway. And then the ne- so the next day we went from Fargo to Duluth, mm-hmm. and far? the people who it's a five hour drive four four Ooh. or five hour drive. All right, and clear and cold, perfectly fine, twenty five degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had a uh, they had one of their their assistants drive us. Is that good we didn't or have bad? To drive. So who, who, the Duluth gig or the Fargo gig? The Fargo gig. It was the same production company. So they had this oh. young woman named Sophie. Okay. Who was amazing and super nice. That's good. And I mean, five hours in a car, it's uh, that's hit or miss. Sounds like it was a hit. Right. Let's, yeah, it was a hit. Um, let's say that it, it wasn't, uh, I... I knew I wasn't, I mean, there are some people I don't want to ride in a car with for four or five hours. Actually, there's, I, on, on many hands, I could explain. Yes. Plenty of people, <laughs> but I don't. Speed. Yeah. Oh, and there's a, there's a booker out of upstate Minnesota who's got to be in his eighties by now, but, uh, he was, a he was a low back guy. He was a guy who would touch your low back. Uh, but I remember that those. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he texted both Maria and I to say, "Hey, you're in the area. <laughs> say hi." I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. He uh, he was he was mad. I once did a gig with him, uh, for him with Darlene Westcore. Yeah. And I, I and I wanted Darlene to come, and she said, "I will come, if you are completely the interaction with this guy. <laughs> I do not have to talk to this guy at any time." And it was a like a four day run. And by the third day, she literally came up to me and said, all right, I'll take over. <laughs> That's a real friend. That's, it really she, is. It, she saw your need and was like, how can I help? Bingo. Is she, is That's she, exactly what she saw. Where is Darlene now? Is she in Vegas or am I confusing her with somebody else? You're confusing her with someone else who died. Peg Bauer. No, um, Kathleen. Kathleen, what's her last name? I forget her last name. Not Madigan. Kathleen. Okay. Not Madigan, uh, obviously, but yeah. Um, um, uh, 
I think she's a, ah, fuck. Well, whatever. I think she's in Vegas. So Darlene's in Minneapolis. Right. She just got remarried. Nice. And I don't know if she's doing stand-up anymore, but uh, she won the first season of Nickelodeon's Funniest Mom. I remember because I wrote on the second season. And um, this, th- by the way, that show is called The Search for America's Funniest Mom Season 2. Like season two was because <laughs> not to be confused with season one where we already got Darlene. Um, yeah. And then she was like, they were like, Darlene, Darlene, she won. And then, you know, they always like promise. I think she did a pilot, right? I'm sure she did a pilot, right? But then. Yes. Yes. Where does it go? She did. And then they didn't, it didn't go anywhere. It was very, right. it was disappointing, but she got, you know, many free chicken Caesar salads and a yes. couple of weeks for free. And she's very in LA funny too. in a nice like, hotel. Like Super that is funny. someone had you had someone actually, you know, they could, she could have existed figured in out. a pilot. Yes. She, had, she has funny timing and a funny story and stuff like that. That his show if, business if they would have literally. It was just like, filled if up, like thought, yeah, if you'd have just done it, 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 this person is here for you. They packaged themselves. They did it all. Yeah. It's a Brett Butler, Reba McIntyre. Like it could have been like that. Roseanne, yeah. which they probably thought too much Roseanne and not enough Brett Butler, I think. Right. Because I think it, she would have been better. Hell, she could have been great as, remember Alice, Alice's Restaurant? What the heck was it? Alice, it was called. Yeah, I remember. remember oh, Alice? Linda Lavin. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah, it could have, she could have done that. Any number of things. So too funny. So we drive to Duluth and mm-hmm. many people who went to high school with Maria were at that show. Oh, um, wow. How's that? I've done that. I've yeah. done that. It isn't, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Cause you don't know if they understand stand up comedy and exaggeration. Right. And you don't know if they are just thinking, well, she thinks she's somebody. <laughs> right. Or, or, you know, your memories of your childhood are, they're not corroborated ever on stage. It's like, this is what I say happened. Right. And so here we go. And to have mm-hmm. other people go, well, I don't know. I was there and I, I remember was it differently. <laughs> That's that's unnerving as well, you know. And uh, right. aside from just the idea of like, hey, I'm writing jokes. This isn't the truth, but also just that they would they would remember your childhood differently. They, if you think you're poor, maybe they thought you're a middle class, you know, or whatever. Right, right. I when I was my brother Russ tells this story about how because he was the manager of the football team, mm-hmm. and one homecoming, all of the the cheerleaders went and decorated each of the football players and the manager's rooms bedrooms and russ came home and he was like you let them into my room (laughs) they now know what i where i live and how i live and he we lived he his room was in an unheated attic in wisconsin wow and with like army blankets (laughs) and he was like he said that the cheerleaders felt so bad for him he got he was like it was ridiculous everyone was so he was like i didn't want your pity i wanted to pretend that i had a regular life (laughs) jackie 
did he have a space heater? How did he how did he live? Cold. Cold. Him and Scott shared this room and it was not a positive experience. Scott wow. was stoned all the time, so it was fine. Uh he could have died of hypothermia though. <laughs> and uh and Russ, I think Russ I used to wear a hat to bed long time. Yeah. Now, I, sometimes I do that. I'll leave the, the door open because it is good to have cold air, but it's a choice. Like I could close it and be toasty warm again. But I think it does help right. you well, sleep and soundly. Yes. My cool parents air. didn't believe that the, the, my parents didn't believe that the heat didn't go up there. They did. It was an unfinished attic with a couple of particle board uh, rooms. And my brother Phil was in one room and my brother Scott and Russ were in the other room. And there, the, she didn't believe that the Nancy didn't believe the heat didn't go up there until we all moved out and they redid the upstairs. And she was like, you know, the heater doesn't work up. It, like the, the vents don't work up there. Jackie, first of yeah. all, I have to point out that Nancy is the good one, right? Right, yeah. right. Nancy okay. was literally the best thing in the world, but clearly also made errors. Also, <laughs> but also four, she was four to 10 years of errors. She was by marriage a Cation. And so uh, <laughs> she missed some basic human needs like warmth. Uh, oh my God. Right? Like heat. And uh, I should ask Russ what he did because I don't remember. It was a big joke that I used to wear a hat to bed. Yeah. Um, but it was, I don't remember how he, he slept. I don't remember. I will ask him because I'm staying at his house. I will, and he I, currently, by the way, enjoys it really cold, really cold. Like uh, it was, it was so, I had to wear socks to bed last night. Yeah. I think you, you either go, you stay cold or you go super hot, but either way, you're going to cause discomfort to your loved ones. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, the only, the only sleeping, uh, thing I can contribute here is that my mom, uh, taped her forehead at night. Um, so that she wouldn't get wrinkled. Oh, you know, like like frownies. I use frownies now, but my mom did homemade. And frownies are so cheap. I can't believe she didn't even, you know, what are, spend a dollar seventy nine. It's like a little adhesive triangles that you can put like right here, like between your eyebrows. Okay. And it, it uh, allegedly it forces your muscles to relax when you sleep, so you will uh, get less. Could I, could I put them on my jaw for TMJ? Would that work? No. Uh, I don't know okay. what you need to do for TMJ. Are you grinding your teeth? Yeah. Oh. See? Well, I, I, I can't. Too much info. See. That you you showing me your anything. gums isn't evidence that I can see <laughs> that your teeth are grown. But thank you. <laughs> All right. It's, um, uh, so then, yeah, yeah. So then we do the Fargo show. Uh, we do the, the Duluth show. Mm -hmm. Duluth was fun. Um, but it was so fast. And then Maria stayed to do a book signing at the local bookstore in Duluth. Um, and I came here to Milwaukee, uh, my flight out of Duluth to Minneapolis, which is where all, all things connect out of Duluth. You have two choices. You can either leave at 5 a.m. or 3 p.m. Oh my God. So you could either get to Milwaukee at noon or at 10 p.m. Oh my God. So I chose 5 a.m. And then at midnight, when I got back to the hotel room, 
Perfectly nice hotel room, by the way. Not the mm-hmm. presidential suite, mm-hmm. but, uh, but Duluth worked out. But, but sh- what you want most in a hotel room, it was unoccupied. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, but they they delayed my flight. Duluth uh, Delta did. They said, "Oh, your flight's been delayed till ten thirty in the morning." And so I got here yesterday at like two thirty. My they're trying to take my dad's car away from him, but you, <clears throat> it's not, and the, and, and I actually have a new bit about how that doesn't make any sense. Cause they're doing it because they insist that he drives poorly. I, if anyone's ever driven in a car with my father for any time in the last 70 years, he's 86. Uh, he has never driven well. It's always oh. been terrifying. So he always drove yeah. like an 86-year-old, but now he's 86, is what you're saying. But now he's 86, yeah. And uh, so, um, but Russ couldn't find him. Like, Russ went to pick him up. His phone was uh, was messed up. Like, he has this old flip phone mm-hmm. that for two weeks when I've been talking to him, he's been like, do you hear a ringing noise? And I'm like, no, no, I don't, Dad. Are you 86? I did not say that. That would have been rude. Uh, but then he wouldn't have heard you when I finally. Well, right. And so and he, he was also he couldn't hear me. So there had been some drama with his phone and then he drove himself to the church and whatever. So I finally find him back at his house. I pick up his flip phone. I was like, so what's going on with your phone? And I was like, hey, there's a soft ringing noise coming from you. <laughs> Just will not. <laughs> and I was like. So I, I Googled it and they're like, oh, you got to go to U.S. Cellular and get a patch. So luckily it was like 3.30 in the afternoon. We, it was Sunday. We took, I took him to U.S. Cellular. We cranked it. Uh, and so he called me today. He was like, yeah, I could hear you. I could hear the phone. There's no ringing noise. And I was like, because my brother Russ was so mad. And he was like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, don't be mad. And he was like, I'm not mad. It's a fact that I'm mad. I I couldn't, whatever it was, Jackie, eventually. he's still mad from being cold as a child. Like, uh, how are you, <laughs> you guys can't, you, you can't monitor his emotions Point taken. anymore. <laughs> Point taken. Point taken. He, ever since that thing with the, with the, with the cheerleaders, where he's had to, he also, famously, the other thing my brother Russ did was he took all of the exchange students to prom each year. And oh. the school would pay him to do it. <laughs> what? I've never heard of such a thing. What school district has this, these sort of funds set aside? Well, he. Uh, the thing about the Cation family is that they find they find money. Yeah, we find money. You really? He do. was like, "I'll do it for a hundred dollars," and then you have to also pick up dinner. Oh my god! And then they did. Wow, uh, I'm impressed yeah. with your family. You guys always, you well, guys were given we're constantly, some uh, shaky circumstances and all, all 12 of you have figured it out. <laughs> We've made lemonade. <laughs> I was the, um, I was the editor of the school newspaper and I had a deal with the local movie theater where I could come and watch as many movies as I wanted, as long as I reviewed one. Did you ask for that? Yes. Wow. That's nice. And I got that. It was great. I actually reviewed Reds. Oh, Remember Reds? Yeah, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Right. Was he playing John Reed? And the uh, John something, a famous communist. Oh, right. 
uh, well, Emma Goldman and um, possibly John Reed. Uh, that, that sounds right, actually. Hey, today's President's Day. And I read an amazing thing about Abraham Lincoln. And for some reason, I want to tell it to you, even though I haven't let you talk for 27 minutes. I think I know what you're saying, because I, I think I read an amazing thing, too. It might be the same story. Was it the one where he wasn't, everyone said he was never going to get reelected? No. And so he did, as a, as a gesture of faith to his staff, he made them sign a memo before they opened it? Saying? In 1864? Yeah. Um, and the, inside the memo, it said, Every, no one thinks that I'm going to be reelected. If I am not reelected, you, ha- you have just agreed to support whoever is elected. Nice. Until Inauguration Day. Right. And you cannot, you cannot sabotage them or thwart them because we have to keep this country together. And I was like, nice work, Abraham Lincoln. You know what? Yeah. what? I mean, looking at us now, was that the right thing to do? Should we have let <laughs> yes. it fall apart? Yes, it was. I don't know. I mean, ending slavery. I don't mean that. I mean, keeping us all together, this motley crew of states that fucking hate each other. Was it a good idea? Everybody was, both the Republicans and the Democrats were mad about, uh, they thought he was, the Emancipation uh, Proclamation, like a Band-Aid. It was too quick. They wanted to do, they wanted to give freedom to the slaves slowly. Oh, right. And um, they did in Texas because they didn't notify them until like five years later or something. Juneteenth. Yes. Uh, Um, But he also, uh, a lot of people don't remember, did the Homestead Act of 1862, which just accelerated the extermination of the Native Americans. Right. Um, Prior to that, it was being done by speculators and big business. So it was uh, doomed anyway. But... It really sped it up that Homestead Act. So yeah, definitely um, some hits in that guy's presidency and some misses, but not by John Wilkes, <laughs> folks. Right, and <laughs> huh? Come on, and Seward also got shot that day. So oh wow, the vice Johnson was also supposed to get shot that day too, but the guy who was supposed to shoot Johnson chickened out. Too bad because Johnson was a real piece of shit, and uh, Alaska right. was known as Seward's Folly. This is the this is the, the few things I remember history podcast, and you seem to be hitting all the mm-hmm. areas. Now I read something <laughs> today. This is crazy. Um, uh, Abraham Lincoln pardoned uh, this guy named Marcus Robinette who uh, for attempted murder, right? A Union soldier. Mm-hmm. Robinette is the great 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 grandfather of Joseph Biden. Joe Biden course as we know him oh really joe biden i think his middle name is robin because i remember going robin who does that like it just seems like such a a, a weird uh waspy an, an, yeah uh, yes an unusual middle name for uh irish joe but uh, if it came from robinette then that makes sense but uh anyway right that's what i thought you were gonna say that oh that's that is a fun fact that's um let's take a quick break okay. before we get back to our history podcast Have you ever wanted to know the sad lore behind Chuck E. Cheese's love of birthday parties? Or my Saturday mornings were reserved for cartoons? Or have you wanted to know how beloved virtual pet site Neopets fell into the hands of Scientologists? Or how a former Mattel employee managed to grow Sega into a video game powerhouse? 
Join us, hosts Austin and Brenda, and learn all of these things and more at Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, now on Maximum Fun. And we're back. Um, how was your weekend? Well, it was fun. A I, week of doing stand-up comedy? Uh, yeah. Uh, quick. Uh, oh, my God, though. I flew. Okay. I flew into Phoenix, of course, Sky Harbor Airport. What a unnecessarily delayed airport. Every single time I'm there, something's going down that it's like, could you guys do this at 1 a.m. instead of right now? It took <laughs> about an hour to drive to Glendale in an Uber. And the guy was so unfriendly and hostile. Um it was really strange. Wow. Uh, but also I noticed, oh, you know, like 20 years ago, I would have been trying to ingratiate myself and make sure everything's okay. And now I'm just like, yeah. all right, well, I can be a dick too, asshole. I'll be, I'll be as, uh, annoy, you know, as, as hostile as you are. Right. Um, I did tip, but less than I would have had he just been 1% friendly. But he, he just gave off real so, like you're still an adult human woman. Yes. I still tipped. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he was uh I'm not saying you don't have to be I don't want overly friendly, but to be hostile, like to stare at suitcases and I'm I'm like, okay, I'll put them in myself, but whatever, that's fine. Just it was just like it just felt like and then I I'm always like, yeah. is this because I'm wearing a mask? Like, is it is it one of those hospitals? Right. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while right. it is. Is it because of that? But um, Sometimes it is. Yeah. So I got there, got to the hotel. I didn't even have time to shower, curled my dirty hair, and then went to the club and was so exhausted on stage. I was like eating words, like tripping over words because I was so tired. And um, But then Saturday, I, you know, it's, these, these road gigs are just turning into me uh, just sitting in bed all day, you know, working on video. That's all he did in Detroit. I didn't right. see a fucking thing. You know, I, it used to be right. where you go to a museum or something, but now I'm like, I have time where I'm uninterrupted. I don't have to walk anything. I don't have to service anything. Yep. I'll just bang out a bunch of these things and not have them building up in the back of my mind as I get home with 15 hours. Do of you have some in the at. can? Um, I will. As soon as I, we finish this podcast, I'll have the, the Friday first show on the can. And then the Saturday show was okay. like bananas. Like the Saturday show is going to take hours to the first show. There's It was very full and very like bubbly and little things percolating every table. Okay. It's whatever. It's just, it's, it <laughs> just takes a lot of time. Also, it's a thing where I don't, I don't feel like I can farm it out. I mean, I couldn't, wouldn't pay to do it now anyway. For, but say I was making a ton of money. Um, maybe I could pay someone just to take the jokes out and just give me and then I could go through it that I don't know, but it's right now. It feels like yeah. very specific to me and me combining little bits. It, it, I, I what I'm learning yeah. is no one edits your shit the way you want it edited. You know what I mean? Like true that there are, that is so true. And the fact that you're willing to do it is amazing. Cause I pay somebody to pull out 10 clips of dork forest. Yeah. And we pay Virginia to pull out six clips of Jackie and Lori. Yeah. And just so, just so that there's clips. And, but I do think here's what, here's my quick question about when you, when you watch the show initially, mm -hmm. do you log time code? No, I, I open it. Or do you actually clip as you go? I open it in iMovie. I clip as I go. Um, I, I try to do, if I, the closer I do it to when I actually perform the show, the more I'll remember, oh, I did this whole chunk without 
interrupting it so I can just fast forward three minutes and get rid of this chunk. You know what I mean? Sometimes I interrupt a chunk or I'll be interrupted is what more than what happens. And then I'll go off in that direction. So, but yeah, I do it. I do not keep, it's so much to, that's so much writing. Like I, it's weird. You just learn how you work, you know, to me, writing it down would be a great idea, but I just go and I take out and then I rename the file. Like I'll start with an hour and iMovie smash it down to like 10 minutes and then rename it, you know, Friday first show okay. selects. That's what we used to call it on tough crowd actually selects, right? The selects, nice. right? And now I have that saved on my iMovie and I can go back to it in two weeks and go, all right, these are at least the highlights and I can start trimming um, from there. But uh, the finding of what, the Are selects, you doing all, f- go ahead. Are you doing all four selects all four as shows. quick as possible? Uh, yeah. yeah, but it takes like an hour and a half per hour long set, at least. Right, per set. So, yeah. So if you have a, a just a weekend, four shows, yeah. and do you essentially try to go the next, before you turn them into clips, do you do all the selects first? That's my question. No. Uh, okay. No, I, I started doing the Friday late show Saturday morning. I just, I just started okay. doing it then. Yeah. That was the last show I had in my head. Yeah. Even like even like yeah, yeah. like shows that aren't packed, there's still like funny little clipettes that you can just throw out and people like, you know what I mean? So Yep, sure are. Um, whatever. It's uh and no one else yep. is gonna do this for me, you know? I'm the only one that cares this much. Not without money. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, I have I have hundreds and hundreds of hours going back to I don't know if I want to go through old sets necessarily. I mean, is that, we'll see, but I, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. I, I just, uh, right now it just feels like, okay, I'll give, I'll give this like a year, this attention, a year of my life and see how, what happens. I would love to be where I see a lot of comics. I don't need to be doing theater. Someone's like, Willie Barsane, it just went off, right? It's like that. That's are you going on the road and then people tell you about who's popping off? That's what I'm hearing all the time, right? <laughs> no. So I'm sitting in the green oh, room really? with uh, with Greg and Ben. Um, Greg, I can't remember his last name, and Ben Lewis, who I was working with. Greg's the substitute teacher in Phoenix. You may have worked with him at Surface. Oh, he works yeah, yeah. He's very funny. He's got this big chunk about kids' names. It's it's like it's a killer, killer bit. Um yeah. But, uh, so, so we're just talking about TikTok and Instagram as all comics are now, right? And the great, that's all we talk about is like, what's happening? Who's, who's doing what? I think you introduce it into the plot. Yeah. I, I, I never talk about that stuff. Yeah, but you're, but you are mostly working with, you're working with Maria a lot, right? So, or I'm just like, I'm just working with, with MC features that are in towns. Well, I guess I'm introducing it, but either way. It's like so. So I forget who well, you but, keep hearing about amazing comics. Yeah, yeah. But we're we were talking now about how it's now it's like good comics, like comics, not not people that started on TikTok and then went into stand up, which is who who mm-hmm. knows what the path is anymore. Whatever it is, but it's nice to hear of right. like whatever old established comics. Also, like Greg Rogel. Do you know Greg Rogel? Well, I know that name. I know he's I've a met New him. York guy. Yeah, he's really funny, and um, I don't think he likes me. But in for the duration, uh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, great joke, short joke writer, and apparently he sounds like, oh, he popped off. I'm like, good, just off of jokes, you know. And Willie Barsena, I didn't. Okay. I would. I, 
I guess Willie Barsani came on my head a while ago. I'm like, where's that guy? I hope he's doing okay. You know, I just met him a couple times. I really Chicago like guy? him. No, he's, um, I think he's LA. He, I think he started in LA. He might, but he's, uh, he's Latino. Oh. I don't know if he's from Texas, but he's like, he's, he's been around. He's like our age. He's been doing it a long time. Right. And had, had like, yep. he had some pushes yep. and then things didn't, you know, like we all do in our, whatever our career at this point, you're like, you're like, Oh, is it yeah. going to happen? Oh, okay. And, um, he, uh, then I, someone says, Oh, he's filling theaters. And I was looking at his, um, his TikTok, and, uh, I am like, Oh, I totally get it. Like it, it's, it's just, it's a ton of jokes, you know, in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Right. And I could see how you're Somebody just like, asked, this yeah. guy is so he's, he's kind of like your, your uncle. He's kind of got that vibe. You're kind of dirty uncle in a, in a nice right, way. Right. Anyway, good for him is what I'm oh, saying. Good. And then it's like, maybe there's yep. hope for me, for you, although you're popping off sure. already, but like, we just want to fill the rooms that we're working, you know? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I'm popping off. I, but, uh, maybe I'm pop. Am I popping? If I'm popping you off, you had, thank you. you had, I'd like to thank, uh, my parents. No, you said you um, had, uh, eight. Oh, the ones that kept you in the cold. You had 8 million views on that one clip, right? That's, I mean, that right, might I'm start... at like seven and a half million views on that one, That's that one clip. That's um, and I will say, since I got verified, I've, uh, something like 30,000 new followers. Wow. But a lot of them seem to be like I spend a fair amount of time uh, blocking Russian bots. How do you know they're Russian bots? And a couple of guys who are interested in this. And you're like, <laughs> nope. You, Jackie, not- it's none of your business why they come to your show as long as they bought a ticket. <laughs> and a t shirt and a hat. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, I will say that. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I've been, I posted a clip that was made for me by that guy who clips, I send him hours and yeah. he, and he, and he clips out hours and he tightens up my act like a, like a motherfucker. <laughs> he nails it. Do you, uh, do you absorb post- his edits into your act? Like if he's, if he's cutting out stuff. To I make wish it- I did. Okay. I I want to, like, I literally, I want to write down how he, cause what he did is he took my American bit. I saw about going to see the declaration of independence. Yeah. He tightened that. He made that nice. Yes. Didn't he? Yes. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. All he's got to do is, is the other 12 minutes of that bit could then also be another essentially like he's taking three minute chunks and making them into a minute, 45 seconds. Yeah. So that's kind of amazing. It is amazing. Like, however, I mean, that's, that's, it, it is something of Instagramming your act. Right. But when you're on stage, yeah, you are taking in the energy of the audience and the pacing of the audience as well. So when you are performing, right. you can't necessarily do that chop version because that's not, that's not going to work with this giant audience. If you have a big room, you have to slow down. If you, you know, like it's a different energy when you're alive. So it, it is weird how, like I've been cutting, I've been trying to edit things down to a minute from my special little jokes. And I'm like, why did I leave that in? Why didn't, why didn't I say that faster? But I'm like, yeah, but it, it didn't feel slow when I was on stage because I had an audience that's right in front of me and I'm moving, we're all moving in uh, together, you know? Right. Somebody saw me in Philadelphia and they said, 
I liked all the different places that you went with that joke. And um, because this is just one place that I've gone with it. Yeah. And that the kitten line, that's the only time I've ever done that. Line oh, really? About, yeah. Or the starfish line or whatever. Um, and I don't know that I could. Uh, it was hard for me to do it with a straight face that night. Yeah. I just didn't have another place to go with to end it. Yeah. And so I said that. And there's there's a better punchline there. I just don't have it yet. Well, but I, I like how you Trey didn't know that. <laughs> I like how you set it up as just these are some lines I have for this bit I'm working on. So, you know, you yeah. set it up as this is not finished, but here's where I'm going. And it's like, oh, this is really interesting. I want to see like now I'm kind of like invested and I'm sure other people are how, how it ends, like how, where you go with it, you know? Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping that that does help. Um, I'm doing a don't tell this week and I saw somebody else told. And so I, wait, what? I, I'm like, go sign up for what? Somebody else told, what do you mean? Were you not supposed to say anything? Right, they, they didn't not tell they told. Yeah, Like they, they made a, a, a thing for their Instagram that said the headliner that you may see in Bloomington this week has been on these programs and it was on their Instagram. What <laughs> was our, is, so are you supposed to not tell if you're doing a don't tell? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can plug it to get people to come. Oh. Or if they're just going to sell it out anyway. But I, uh, I did. I just sent out a, a, um, a big uh, email blast. Oh, nice. And um, I told Jackie. No one. What I'm saying. No one. No one complains if there's audience. I mean, it's. I think it's right. fine. I think it's that's right. just their cool name. There's a lot of secret show, and you know, there for some reason uh, that is appealing to I think millennials. For you know, like that the. the 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 speakeasy idea of stand-up comedy like they're not at their father's funny bone or something i don't know (laughs) i would love to headline your daddy's funny bone by the way so keep me in mind (laughs) my dad came and saw me one time at zany's in chicago downtown Mm -hmm. not my dad just any yes Uh, but he came and saw me and he was psyched about it because you come in if you're late you come in through the kitchen like it's good (laughs) fellas right which is his his favorite thing. Yeah, and then um, to two drink minimum, he told me after the show that he tried to order mulled wine. I was like, sometimes I don't like you. What's what's mulled wine? Well, that's it. It's not available at a downtown Zanies in two in two thousand and one. How about that? Okay, because of nine eleven. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, because see, see, Jackie and Lori fans, this is why you need to see Lori live. Because this, she'll just hear something, and then all of a sudden, she'll say, "You are the last person. You two are the last two people to still be listening to morning radio, and you guys should get together between seven and ten a.m." It was a knee slapper as well. Hey, let's take another break. Oh, did we do comic of the week yet? I think we forgot, right? You did not. We did it. Oh, so let's do it after this break. The following are real reenactments 
of pretend emergency calls. 911. My husband! It's my husband! Calm down, please. What about your husband? He, he loads the dishwasher wrong. Please help. Please help me. Where are you now, ma'am? At the kitchen table. I was with my dad. He mispronounced his words intentionally. There are plenty of podcasts on the hunt for justice, but only one podcast has the courage to take on the silly crimes. Judge John Hodgman, the only true crime podcast that won't leave you feeling sad and bad and scared for once. Only on MaximumFun.org. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Isabel, whose name I have completely spaced. What is it? Hagen. Isabella Hagen. Hagen. How are you spelling Hagen? H-A-G-E-N. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Isabella Hagen made me laugh so hard, and it just came up in reels. I might have met her. I might know her. We might have had comedy brunch together. How could we know? <laughs> but I'll tell you this much about Isabella Hagen. She plays the viola, and she, it's a clip of her doing stand-up in between playing a beautiful riff on a viola. <laughs> you know what I love? And so it made me laugh Yeah, so I mean, hard. the jokes are really good. I was like, like Dimitri used to do, you know, like he used to play the piano, right? And then do a joke and stuff. I, what I'm saying is I think a lot of comics have like played average piano and then told jokes. Right. And no one complained. Right. But here you have an actual virtuoso, like a really beautiful musician playing a very tiny, and it's not a piano, so it's not like this big thing. Like that is a mobile, you can take that to any stage. And Right. When she plays, it's beautiful. And then the joke is like short and mean. I mean, I love it. It's great. <laughs> right. It was literally short and mean. Yeah. And but it had pulled me. I had forgotten that she was a comic. Right. Because the yeah. because the riff that she had done was so beautiful. Yeah. And then she told the a very funny, very dark joke. And I was I was like. Oh, I would like more of both of those I know. things. Thank you very much, I know. Isabella. Every time these guys, and I don't mean to say guys, but these people that are almost always guys, pull out an acoustic guitar <laughs> and like, that. you're playing four notes. And I could learn to do that in a day and a half. But I could not learn to do what Isabella does with that violin in a lifetime and a half. Like, she's great. Right, right. She freaking nailed it. So Isabella Hagen. And H-A-G-A-N, you said, Kyle? Yes. The uh, the handle is. And that's her handle, yeah, right? Yeah, handle is I-S-A-B-E-L-H-A-G-E-N underscore. Go follow. Ooh, underscore at the end of it. Yeah. There must she, be another. She needs space. So everyone give her her space. <laughs> <laughs> she incorporated it into her handle. Um, so what are you doing this week? This week I am in Los Angeles doing spots here and there. Um, and uh, I'm doing totally tonight at Bar Lubitsch on this Wednesday night. And then uh, Thursday oh, cool. I'm doing uh, Big Naturals with uh, with Kim McVicker has a show at the Improv Club. She goes, it's called Big Naturals, but I didn't name it. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care. I don't, I don't care about show names right. anymore. Just put me on the lineup. You're now a medium unnatural. <laughs> I am. They're so tiny. I love it. I still love it. 
Uh, yeah. Good for you. But here's the big thing is I'm going to be in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge on March 20th. You can get tickets on my website, LoriKilmartin.com. If you're okay. in Chicago, you got to come to the show, please. Uh, I'm paying for everything myself because I'm, I'm using that to uh, get into the Midwest a day early so that I can drive to Ann Arbor and not, not fly in and do a show immediately. All right, so let's all show and up. And you're doing the Lincoln Lodge? Do the Lincoln Lodge on Wednesday, the the uh, 20th of March. It'll be, good. It'll okay. be a fun show with some local openers. And then uh, on March 14th, I'm in D.C. doing Improbable, Improbable Comedy. You did it as well at, in oh, yeah. Silver Springs, I think. So if you're in that area, that's the yeah. only time I will be there because the DC loft has no right. use for me. So I'm excited. So come on, uh, come on over to improbable tickets also available on my website. That's awesome. I, this week I'm going to do a guestie at uh, comedy on state. Shang Wang said I could do a guest set. Oh, nice. Uh, on Thursday. He's so great. He's great. I'm looking forward to just watching his He's long, so funny. long set. Yes. So funny. I just did a, and then a, oh, yeah. um, that's, Go ahead. No, I just did a show with him. Andy Daly did you just work with him? had a show to benefit his kid's school and Shang was on it. And he's, he was so funny. He's great. I love him. And oh, it's just, yeah. it's just effortless. It's just as it's quite honestly, it's like, it's like, it's, it's great to watch. Yeah. Um, and that's Thursday. And then Friday, I'm going to do um, the secret show. It's a don't tell in Chicago mm. on the West side, I believe. Mm. You can go to donttellcomedy.com. Uh, you can also sign up for my email list and you'll find out about like secret Zoom shows and, you know, a bunch of other nonsense. So that's on jackiecation.com. But then on Saturday, I fly to New York and I have four sets at the stand that night. Nice! And then like 10 or 11 sets over the week at the stand. And then I'm also doing... I'm doing a uh, a debate show with Mike Kaplan. Oh, good, good uh, luck. At, at something called the Symposium. Right. And uh, <laughs> that's during the week. And and then I'm, I'm, and then I, I but I'm going to be in New York for eight days. And then I go, come home for one day to open for Maria at Irvine Improv. And then that Monday, I drive to Las Vegas to do the Comedy Cellar. And I'm hoping to get some Comedy Cellar spots because that was supposedly why I was doing the Comedy Cellar. In Vegas. But it turns out I'm doing the Comedy Cellar anyway. <laughs> so, Well, yeah. I would uh, I would think so. I, I should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, all I know is I, she said, I haven't seen you in a long time. What are you doing? And I sent her my cordon and I never heard back. And uh, I'm like, the cordon's six minutes of me killing. Uh, I'm good for the other 14. Never heard back. Right. It'll be, it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? It'll be yeah. fine. Me not getting work is I'm not sure fine be. ever, Jackie. No, it's not fine. But uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, and she's been, she can watch these 15s in Vegas. I know. It's so terrifying. Because I think that they just live stream. They have a video into the bar yeah, they have a video village where they can check yeah. you snap you know here's what i believe every comedian deserves to snap on stage in las vegas without being seen by anyone but the audience that drove them to that reaction that's what i think right <laughs> right i um 
I don't know. Um, I know that Mark talks to her, the guy, the 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 host, mm -hmm. the the house MC. Yeah. He talks to her like three or four times a week, I guess, and um, she could watch every one of his sets if she wanted to. Yeah. I can't imagine she'd want to at this. I mean, there she has also five rooms in the village. Right, I know. <laughs> And I think they're filming all of them. I know. <laughs> so. I know. I mean, I think I've got video problems. That's a lot of video to watch. Right. Joelle told me that she is part of this Valley, the Valley Village business. She does that. Oh. And it pays like, uh, it pays a little bit of money. What do you mean? And it's fine. What do you mean the Valley Village business? There's like a, there's like a, um, a live it's not a live feed. It's an actual, it's, well, it's like a Zoom show. Is it? It's a scheduled it, Zoom show that people buy tickets it's, for. Is it Mint? Is it, uh, I've seen the seller push video out on Twitter as under called Mint TV or something like that. But they'll be like, there'll be. be like three people are watching. And I'm like, that can't be gratifying or that can't pay, right? Or is it just people on Twitter watching? Does it matter? It pays. Well, I mean, does it pay? I don't think it matters because I think that they I don't know. It, they bank it too. Yeah. I don't know. Just think of all the hours of stand-up comedy that have been banked. <laughs> oh my God. This, and this world is doomed. Like here's the good news. Acme throws it away. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, I, and I honestly appreciate that. Um, yeah. Acme. Though I do kind of wish. Go yeah. ahead. No, Acme and oh, and the punchline I, in Sacramento gave me a ton of video too. And it's different. I think I, I was downloading it earlier, so I haven't looked at it, but it looks like it's lots of cam camera angles. And I'm also when there's too many camera angles, I'm like, I I I don't know. It's definitely iMovie doesn't know what to do with multiple angles. It iMovie's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Straight on, bitch. That's it. Uh, it, I, I become it. more intimidated <laughs> by grabbing clips because there's so many. I'm like, should I? How do I? Should I use this other angle? And you know, whatever. Right, right. Um, I just saw my sister-in-law put her very elderly dog in a baby basket, and she's gonna walk. They live in the woods. Russ, Russ currently lives in not a particle board. Uh, room. He lives in a very nice house. And um, he he's Winnie the Pooh is what he is. He lives in the hundred acre. Wow. And uh, she's pushing it to the, to the, um, to the end of the road. And it's gotta be a half a mile each way or a quarter mile each way. So. Wow. So you got, and the dog's got to weigh 30 or 40. They're pounds. not worried about serial killers that live in the woods. No, no. If they were worried about serial killers, um, that must be they used to have so much, so many walnut trees and my brother planted them as a joke. He was like, it's generational wealth, <laughs> uh, because three, three generations from now, uh, cause walnut is incredibly expensive. Oh, I didn't know that. But I think he's, I think he had a bunch of them cut down to make room for something and, uh, and sold the wood early, early cash cow, mm. early cash cow. God knows. Um, well, I, I would like to grow a pomegranate tree. I have become so good at eating pomegranates without creating a mess that uh, it really? should be a profession. 
of mine. I should be able to enter a contest. It is a, um, maybe it's a side hustle. <laughs> uh, I love pomegranates and I only buy one a year because my, uh, I, I'm not good at opening them up. What if that was my OnlyFans? <laughs> I, I'm uh, telling you. That would go. I think some people that would, would pay go. for that. And guess what? I'm I, almost I would charge would. more to do it messy. So there's like juice all over my face and my bra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm tattooed tr- tramp stamp. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm writing that down and I'm writing down my, my palm idea. Jackie, I just need multiple streams of income at this point in my life because one stream, right? a single stream isn't covering any of my expenses. Right. Revenue stream's not cutting it. Um, yeah. Any minute now, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping my sound exchange isn't disappointing this, this oh month is God. what I'm really hoping. It takes, but I don't know what's going to happen. Well, they say um, it takes say a couple this. months from when they start doing something, but. Oh, for <sighs> sure. Yeah. When I think of how much you and I at the both at the same time, we're counting on that money, especially me. Yeah. <laughs> you seem to you seem to be like, well, there'll always be more money. I don't I don't understand that line of thinking at all. Uh so I was cuz there has to be, Lori, because there <sighs> has to be. <laughs> you got to have the attitude because you the other attitude isn't going to make you do anything except for get an ulcer. I forgot to say that so I'm spending a week in Las Vegas the 4th through the 10th yeah. of March. Mm-hmm. I'm going back on the 29th and 30th or to open for Brian Regan. I think it's the first time he's playing Las Vegas. Really? Wait, he lives there, right? He lives there, but he's never wanted to essentially play where he lives. Interesting. Which means he might be interested in uh, some sort of conservancy or, or what, uh, you know, where uh residency yeah residency or not a, a or a conservatorship either way that one will result from a residency <laughs> in vegas that's sure. <laughs> um i have to go take my dad for ice cream maximum fun a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you